Being a woman is tough. Women of Excellence with Janae Hill encourages, equips, and empowers women with real solutions to real issues. From business to family, to health and relationships, work-life balance. If women face it, we address it with heart, humor, and a hands-on approach. Women of Excellence, where laughter meets tough love as we do life together. Celebrate good times, come on. How many of you are ready to party? Little celebration in the house. We are on the last session of Diary of an Unbroken Heart, Simple Keys for Complex Change. And we are going to celebrate the changes you are making. Hi, I'm Janae, and I'm a wife, a mom, a speaker, ministry leader, entrepreneur, um, and thankfully, someone who has been through a lot of changes, both personally and professionally, by the grace of God. And that is why we have been walking through my book that is all about just practical, tactical tips to help us change. And we are on the last session of this particular series. Yay! I use the term, the changes we are making, because we are always, I believe, going to be works in progress as long as we are on this side of heaven. And so today's session does not mean we graduated, that we are all done. But it is an opportunity to step back and just celebrate and also look at some practical strategies so that we can keep the positive changes that we've been making. In session one, that was way back, 13 sessions ago, we talked about the power of choice. We each have the power to choose, to decide who we want to be, what we want to work on. And one of the worst places I think we can be is in the victim role. Well, I can't do that. I don't have the time. No. In that session, I encourage us to take back the power through the word choice. What are you going to choose to change? In that session, we also talked about how to change. You need commitment. It is not going to be easy. You also need comrades. So those people who are going to step along and step in with you and walk this journey with you. You need those companions, compadres. And I believe one of the most crucial keys for change is Christ. For me, in my own strength, I can't change. I continue to go back to the same patterns. But when I invite Christ in, not just to be the Lord of my life, but to really help me in each decision in my daily walk, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's Philippians 4.13. And that led us to the second key, which is believe. In that key, I encourage us to think about what are those things that we put our trust our confidence in. Many of us think, you know, we subscribe to that philosophy of believe in yourself and anything is possible. I don't believe that because if our dreams 
can be accomplished by ourselves, they're too small. I also have found that for me, as a big dreamer, I need a power greater than myself to really help me accomplish those big dreams. And for me, that power is the Lord Jesus Christ. After talking about belief, we then looked at having the right crew. Who are the people that we surround ourselves with? Are they uppers? People who make us feel better about ourselves people who spur us on and encourage us to be the best versions of ourselves. And for me, uppers are those people who care enough about me to speak truth in love. On the other side of uppers are the downers, those people who just drain you. Maybe they're negative people or perhaps they're people who are content with where they are. So they may not be supportive of your journey to be the best version of yourself. And then the last category that we talked about were the neutralizers, people that are not really spurring you on and helping you be the best version of yourself, but they're not bringing you down either. They're just kind of neutralizers. And while they may not seem like bad people to be spending time with, and I'm not saying they are. But I am cautioning us that each person, each decision we make is either pushing us closer to the person that we want to be or they're pulling us from it. And so sometimes those neutralizers can be distractions from us really leaning in and doing the work to be the best version of ourselves. Part of Surrounding ourselves with the right crew might be getting comfortably uncomfortable. And that was our next key. Pushing ourselves to get out of our comfort zone because I have never seen change, true change, happen in our comfort zone. So we have to get comfortably uncomfortable. In order to do that, We may have to get over our inside doubts. Inside doubts are those doubts that we have on the inside that are often rooted in fear and insecurities, and we then project those outward. And so in order to do that, we have to take a moment to get honest with ourselves and with someone else about what are those fears and insecurities that we have inside and confront them with courage. After we talked about inside doubts, we dealt with the chapter in the book that's titled, Not My Monkey, Not My Circus. What I mean by that is oftentimes when we are changing, the world around us is remaining the same. Not everyone wants to change and learn and grow, and that's okay. But if you have chosen to change, It then requires you, all of us, to set some healthy boundaries. Spending more time with uppers may mean that you're going to choose to set some boundaries with your downers. Also in that session, we talked about forgiveness. Forgiveness of others being like drinking the poison and expecting the other person to die. That's what unforgiveness does to us. It's actually harming ourselves. 
The other side of forgiveness that we talked about are those areas that we need to ask for forgiveness. And I gave us a strategy to do that. After we talked about that, we went into a similar topic, which was how to say stay sane in the insanity. How to keep our sanity in the insanity. And boy, we've recently gone through a year of a pandemic. And so I know that there are many of us looking to keep our sanity in the insane world that we live in. And for me, that happens by surrounding yourself with good people, rooting yourself in God's word, praying and praying and praying some more. It's like we need to have those blinders on that focus. And sometimes in order to keep that focus, we have to learn to let it go. In that session, we talked about it being, when I say let it go, it being any hurt or habit or hang up that is keeping you from being the best version of yourself. After letting it go, I encouraged us to look at our minds. Out of our mind, we manifest things, good or bad. The Bible says that we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. So how do we renew our mind? We take our thoughts captive, focus on what is instead of what was or what if, focusing on what we have to be grateful for versus what we don't have, turning our got to's, things that, oh, I've got to do this into I get to do this. And we do that by really taking control of our thoughts. Our mind has so much power over our actions and our just physical well-being, probably more so than we ever realize. So we have to be very aware of what's going on up in our brain. The next chapter was a difficult one. Trusting in God. Trusting is placing confidence in God. And that's sometimes hard to do because many of us, There has been a time, myself included, that we've questioned God. For example, why would a good God allow this chaos to happen in our world? Or maybe we have been through just tough situations and it's caused us to not trust God. But for me, trusting God, his will, his ways, his wins, and when I say wins, I mean, W-H-E-N, that's hard. That's hard. And I would encourage each of us to really think about what is keeping us from fully trusting in the Lord. The next one, last one that we talked about was our nose defining us. And by the way, I had shared that I was needing to renegotiate a commitment that I had made because that commitment was actually keeping me from being able to say yes to some things that were a higher priority. And our no's, they will define us, they will refine us. 
What do you need to say no to so that you can open a door to say yes to something else? Now, we are on our last session where we are bringing all of this together. How do we keep the change? How can we stay consistent and build on those changes that the Lord and we are making in our lives? Well, the first thing I would say is go share what you've learned with someone else. Maybe send them a book, offer to walk them through the 13 keys. Perhaps you want to put together a small group, which by the way, we actually are working on leaders guides and some study materials and a video series if you wanted to take this series to a small group. You can email me at info at JanaeHill.com, but share what you've learned with someone else because when we teach, we learn. I wrote my book, Diary of an Unbroken Heart, years ago, Um, and by the grace of God, I have walked through some really, really, really big changes, both personally and professionally in my life. However, Even in walking in this series with you all the last 13 weeks, I have found myself continuing to grow in ways that I didn't even know I needed to grow. And that helps me to keep my changes. So share this with someone else, even if it's just like a workout buddy or your spouse, a close friend. Keeping the change happens when we share the changes and the strategies that helped us make change. The second thing I want to encourage us to do is celebrate. Now, at the beginning of this, I said, who's ready to party? And some of you in the course of making changes in your life may have chosen to party less. But gals, even without alcohol or maybe, you know, snacking on foods that aren't good for us, there are still great ways to celebrate the changes that you've made in your life. And one of those ways, have a girls' night in. It's so fun. I did this for my birthday one year. I encouraged everyone to come over in their pajamas, and we just sat around and had hours of girls' talk We watched some romantic comedies and just had really sweet time together. So have a girl's night in. Another thing that is super fun to do together and it helps others serve your community. For instance, there is a group of us and we are going to go serve a meal together to those less fortunate. It's super fun. It's a great way to connect And it spurs us on when we help others. And the third thing I would say, what are some of those healthy habits that you are learning to do? Well, commit to keeping those habits in place. Tell one of your uppers or your accountability buddies what you are going to do. Make that commitment and see what happens. I am not here to say that any of us are going to have 
consistent change without consistent work. It's like going to the gym, you join the gym, you work out really hard for 13 weeks, you watch what you're eating, you show up to your accountability, accountability buddies. If all of a sudden you were to stop that, well, you're not going to keep that great figure. The same is true here. If you don't keep the same intensity and focus for maintenance that you did to make those changes, then your changes aren't going to last. And that's why I'm going to encourage us. If we want to keep the change, then you got to stay in that change mindset. I am hoping my prayer is that throughout these 13 weeks, you have seen some change. You have seen some progress. And perhaps it's inspiring you to do more. And maybe you're starting to think about some of those things on your vision board. By the way, if you don't have a vision board, I have found that that is a great way to stay motivated. A vision board for me is where I cut out pictures and words out of a magazine and I put them all on one board and I post that board somewhere where I can see it. And it helps me really stay inspired to grow to the next level. And sometimes growing to the next level means you need a little bit more help. Well, gang, that is one of my strong suits. I develop strategies for women all of the time. And I mentor women on a personal level. And so if you're interested in knowing more about what that process looks like, email me, info at JanaeHill.com. I am here to help you be your best. So as we conclude this 13-week series, I applaud you for staying the course. I hear you already in your head saying, but Janae, I didn't accomplish all that I wanted to accomplish. No, no, no. It is small steps, consistent over time that will lead to big, consistent, lasting change. And so applaud yourself for the small steps you're making to be the great person of God that I know you are. If you like what you're hearing, please share this with a friend and follow me at Real Janae Hill on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube.